gets underway right now of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Got a little music news to get to. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Uh. Remember we had the story about El King at Dolly's birthday celebration at the Grand Ole Opry? Yeah, yeah, She yeah. was performing, super sloppy, yeah. intoxicated. Confessed that she was hammered, quote. Yeah, hammered. she was yeah. like yelling at audience members, like, mm-hmm. shut up, you shut up. It was just very embarrassing. Wasn't great. Not her best. Uh, so that happened. I mean, it was so bad. I guess even Dolly Parton's sister... Called her a spoiled brat. Mm. Oh no! Oh brother. L has still not publicly commented on the incident, but today we found out that her show on Friday, as in tomorrow, was suddenly postponed. She was set to perform at Billy Bob's Texas in Fort uh, Fort Worth, but the venue announced that it had been rescheduled for September. Mm. So there's that. Okay. I'm sure they're doing a lot of um, damage control behind the scenes right now. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to best proceed. Well, and then, oh, let's talk about the the Chris Young story we had yesterday. Remember, people were coming in from, I don't know, the Tennessee... Like liquor license... Alcoholic Beverage Commission, and Chris Young got arrested... Mm-hmm. And had to pay, I don't know, bond $2,500 to get out of jail because he had shoved an officer. Yeah. Well, if you look at the surveillance video, which is available right now, they, according to Chris's lawyer, okay, let me just tell you what the lawyer said, okay? Chris does put his hands on the guy first, but almost like just to kind of block him. Like, hey, buddy, I have a question. And then the guy shoved him. So he was the guy was trying to get past him. And Chris was like, hey, wait a second. Wait a second. Chris's attorney said he just wanted to make sure the agents were legit after they took a photo of his ID. Okay, that would that would make me raise a red flag. Mm-hmm. Why are you taking a picture of it? You saw it. You can, you know, attest to the fact that I'm legal. So, um, they weren't dressed in obvious uniforms. They were apparently hitting bars and conducting routine compliance checks. And Chris Young's attorney says, in light of the video evidence, Tennessee, ABC needs to drop the charges. They need to apologize for the physical, emotional, and professional harm that has been done to his client. And if that doesn't happen, Chris Young is due in court next month. Hmm. So that's the latest on that. Yeah, I don't know. He kind of like does lead. I get it. The police officer has the harder shove second. But Chris Young does like hand on the chest and pushes him up against the wall. Not like elbows go from flex to extended. But it's like he puts his hand on and then turns him so that it's like this into the wall. And then that guy probably stronger. Gives a harder pushback. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking an officer for ID. Right. You I could think, have done yeah. that. Sure. You know, can I see your credentials? 
before I let you take a picture of my ID. So I I get that. But I mean, basically right now he fought the law and the law won. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you, Donna. Thank Can we you. listen to Justin Timberlake now? Let's do it. This is uh, his new song called Bringing Sexy Back. <laughs> What's this called again? Selfish. Selfish. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. New one. Here it is. Brand new this morning. I love it. Love it. Love yeah, it. Love cool. it. Love it. Song cool. of the winter. No, no, no. No, don't. Yeah. No. Is that a thing or no? No, don't declare yes. a song of winter. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we ever do that? Because <laughs> we're all too irritated to do it. Oh, good point. Okay. Did you just hear yourself? Why don't we do that? Even you. <laughs> well, we need something. No, we need something to get us through. You know, give us a song. Give me a song. You're the piano man. He's got a new Billy song Joel, coming out too. Right? Remember? Yeah. We haven't heard it yet. We've only heard a little piano. So that's exciting. That is exciting. Hey, what's going on with the Madonna situation? I have a friend just called me from Florida, and saw him in New York. Her. Her in New York at Madison <laughs> Square Garden and said it was worth every penny. Hmm. She only started 90 minutes late. Oh, my. So, a, you know, this is really irritating because her lawyers claiming it was because of a technical issue at one venue. Lies. Lies. <sighs> that is not true. This is not at one venue. She's notorious for this. Yeah. And we have to put an end to it. And it must stop. Correct. That is, that is, yeah, just tighten it up. Hey, and especially Madonna, if you do have like a great show, then let's just, let's tighten the, the wait time up. Let's get on stage like within 15 or 20 minutes of the time that you said you would, and then let's go. You know who started right on time? Who that? Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. I mean, that's because they had an early bedtime. Minute. Well, they wanted to have dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, like your your um, fans are aging with you. Do you know what I mean? Like these are sixty year old people. I'm sure you know forty to sixty year olds going At to Madonna? see her. Yeah. 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 You're right. It's probably not a bunch of Gen Zers who are like, "Oh, is Madonna in town?" Yeah. Like you don't have to prove that you're cool because you're staying up late. Okay. Yeah, every, like half the audience has circulation problems. <laughs> and I heard um, Jason talking about this this morning. It's not just about the people who buy the tickets and support your music and have babysitters. And it's not just about them. It's about the people working at the venue. Do you know they hire sure. staff after everyone leaves to clean the places? Mm. You know, and so they have to stay way later than they expected into the middle of the night i'm sure so like get your bleep together madonna you should sit down and talk with her i would love to i'd be like come on now please although now having said that i heard the show is amazing don't want to ruin anything for anybody because i don't know anything but i heard there are lots of surprises and like she goes above and beyond Look, all the more reason to show up on time, because then all we're hearing in the headlines are that you're late. Yeah. And that's jacked up. So instead, be on time, and then you'll be getting all this great buzz about how great your show is. You're right, Steve. Thank you, Donna. You're a wise man. Thank you, Donna.
Thank you. Da, 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 da. Wow. Nope. Wow. Nope. Uh, when we come back, ooh, we got wow. a little bit of food news. Costco is selling a two-foot-tall edible what? Huh. We'll get into that. Oh, and um, I have news for you. Chipotle is trying to attract Gen Zers. Guess what they're trying to attract Gen Zers with? I mean, to work there as employees. Oh, okay. okay. An interesting thing. Donna's either going to be like, oh, that's really progressive, or she's going to absolutely crap on it. We'll find out when we come back. It's Donna <laughs> and Steve on my talk. Friends, what's up? Hey, Steve Patterson here from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. They are helping people to save a whole lot of money. I just was scrolling on Instagram this morning and saw somebody saying, all right, how could I save money this year? Here's what I would have told myself 10 years ago. I have a super easy way where you don't have to go back in the time machine 10 years ago to figure out how you could set yourself up for success this year. How about with your car insurance? How about with your homeowner's insurance? Do you even know what you pay each month? And plus, if you do, how many quotes did you get? Were there companies that were fighting it out for your business and then you decided to go with the one with the best coverage and the best price? That's how the Canopy Group does it every day. They have a team of 40 specialists who are working on your behalf, 16 different reputable insurance companies that they've partnered with, some of the big dogs that you've heard of, some maybe you haven't heard of. Those ones might actually be able to better suit your specific situation. And that's what insurance needs to be about. It's not your neighbor's situation. It's your situation. You can start saving today, and you can get options when you make the switch to the Canopy Group, thecanopygroup.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Steve, do you want me to pull over? Yeah, pull over right there at that drive-thru side. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Does Rocco work there? Rocco, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds a lot like him, huh? (laughs) Yeah, nice. Wait, we didn't fire... Well, we didn't fire him. No, but I feel like that's the narrative we should go with. It creates more tension. We demoted him. Yeah. Just like, uh, like we got Ryan fired. That's right. You could be next, Mike. I know. I'm shaking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, uh, oh, my God. Just kidding. We never know who they're. It's just a carousel of producers. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that kind of power, no, by the oh way. Oh, my gosh, no. We <laughs> can't even keep the producers. That we, can't, we, we do nothing. We don't hire them. We don't fire them. We don't even know who's going to show up most days. And we're waiting. <laughs> Mike's going to break our hearts someday. He's going to say, well, I've decided to just go over to, uh, I almost said Colleen and Bradley. Excuse me. Bradley and Don, full time. It's a custody battle, Donna. I know. Never I know. leaving. Aww. That's what they all say. Mm-hmm. 
Who do you like better, by the way? You ask just me a lot. Like, I know. We, we're just seeing if you're ever going to. And to be clear, yeah, I don't Drake. just mean like as radio professionals. I just oh, mean yeah, sure. people. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love mom and dad. <laughs> Donna, you still have your Costco membership? I do. What I love it. I got that money tree, though. I got to bring it back, but I got I don't have the receipt anymore. <gasps> Maybe I do. Even if you don't, you could still just show them the card that you purchased it on. Will they just go, okay, that's weird. I'll be like, I, I, 24 hours later, this thing is dead. Yeah. Or maybe nope. the leaves will come back. Should I just keep it? I think you should take it back. And I say this because I would not, right? I, I would just feel too nervous about it. But I think, yeah, do it. I always tell people, yeah, return that. No, of I'm not going to do that. Should I? Yes, you should return it. They say return it for any reason. They're the best with returns. They no one's are? better than Costco. Yes, they oh. are known for being the best with returns. There's no end date on their returns. Okay. Did you not know this? Uh-uh. Let me say it in a less condescending tone. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, didn't you know this? I sure didn't, Steve, so I'll bring it in and see if they'll just swap it out. Thanks. Oh, I, I bet they would. <laughs> Plus, it's not like you're dealing with Jim Costco. You're dealing with random person who works there. Okay. You sure I'm not going to be embarrassed? Because that would embarrass me if I lug a freaking floor plant inside. Oh, it's a big dog, huh? It's not that big, but I mean, it's a tree. All right, for electronics, Costco will accept returns within 90 days. But in general, they're 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 pretty good. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do um, it. Yeah, okay, the merchandise. We guarantee your satisfaction on every product we sell with a full refund. The following must be returned within 90 days. Televisions. Projectors. I don't care. I don't have any of those things. Computers, cameras, camcorders, touchscreen, tablets, MP3 players. MP3 players. Ooh, remember those? What, are you going to pull up in your DeLorean when you return that? <laughs> That's funny you say that. The friend I was talking to yesterday just bought a new DeLorean. He loves DeLoreans. When I was in high school, he had a DeLorean. It sat in his driveway most of his life. He's trying to fix it. Anyway, they have new ones? I think it's a new old one. Can I return to Costco without a receipt? Yes, you can make many Costco returns without a receipt. It helps if you have the receipt or the product packaging, but the receipt isn't necessary. The chain tracks purchases on Costco membership accounts. So while you will need your membership card or number, you will not need a receipt. I love this. Wow. Thanks, Steve. You're I am like helpful. my best friend. Ah. <laughs> Costco, while we're on the topic, is selling a two-foot-tall chocolate easter bunny two foot tall is not is that tall yeah that's pretty that's pretty big for a chocolate i would say donna if it's uh, hollow, a- if it's hollow that's not that big but if it's solid that's a lot of chocolate how much is it it is hollow okay okay shouldn't be more than 20 bucks then uh it is 64 dollars. okay that is garbage a mom bought one and posted the the footage on tiktok not clear if all Costco's have them, but she claims it's some of the best chocolate she's ever had. Okay, all right. Some people online have issues with it, though. Uh, a, because Costco's selling it two months before Easter, but that sort of happens. March 31st is Easter this year, by the way. But their biggest problem is the $64 price tag and the hollowness of it. Yeah. So like, this has to be solid. i tell you what. It does not look like good chocolate. It looks fun, very fun, but it does not look like it would be yummy chocolate. But I'll tell you what, friends. I'll tell you what most of your people in your life are afraid to tell you. 
Chocolate's overhyped. Milk chocolate in particular. Is garbage. I had some milk chocolate yesterday. Okay, that's a really cute bunny. You got to get that. Um, that You're all over the map. Because <laughs> it looks cute, even if it's garbage. Um, and kids don't care. They, you know, it's, it looks Yeah, they're fun. not chocolatiers, guys. Right. I had some milk chocolate yesterday, and I was like, what am I doing? Even Dove Blech. milk chocolate, and I love Dove. Give me the dark. Any milk chocolate yes. is pretty much just feels like a waste. Right. Dark chocolate, once we start measuring the percentage of cacao, that I like. Cacao. Cacao. Uh, Chipotle is trying to attract some new Gen Z workers. And they're uh, one of the things that they're offering them as a part of the onboarding package is giving their new employees six free sessions with a mental health professional. They will also match up to 4% of an employee's salary through 401k contributions if they make student loan payments. And uh, we'll offer access to cred.ai. That's a Visa credit card designed to help users build credit. Uh... Therapy. Come work at Chipotle. You'll get therapy. Funny, I feel like I need therapy after I go to Chipotle because everybody always seems so mad at me that I came in to patronize your business. Grumpzilla's up in that joint. Huh. I hate to say that, but I have dealt with a lot of grumpy people at Chipotle. It made me change my allegiance to Qdoba. Really? It did. And I actually think Qdoba has a superior product as well. They have two sort of onions, pickled onions, or uh, just regular diced onions, which I think is nice. They also give you guac at no extra charge, which is great. Their chicken is really good. But, yeah, I just kept getting attitude. I was like, why... Why do people seem like they're upset that I've come here? Like, I didn't walk into the Chipotle and say, <laughs> so can you funny. help me hang my Christmas lights? I said, can you do the thing that you're getting paid to do right now? And I will pay the business to get one of them. Huh. Customer service, good customer service is going away, yet our calls to tip people is going up. What's up with that? <sighs> customer service down. Can you tip me up? I don't know. I don't get it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi guys, we're back. Thank you for continuing to listen to the Donna and Steve show. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. It is time to play a game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We will find that fact out today as we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It is a 9-7 to seven lead in favor of Donna. And today, it is National Florida Day. Florida? Florida. Okay. So we are going to be talking about movies set in Florida or shot in Florida. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Movies I'm going to Florida, Florida next month, so Ooh, I'm a Florida nice. expert. You are? 
Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Less I than, might just, be too. Just about one month from today. That's great. Well, maybe Shauna will want to go with you then because Shauna is playing with us today. Shauna. Shauna. Hi, guys. Shauna, no. Oh, good. good. I'm always listening to you guys, so I'm glad I got through to play this time. First time, I'm kind of nervous. Oh, first time. <laughs> oh, no, this is great. Fun. First time, long time. Shanana, where are you calling us from today? From the Grove, Maple Grove. Oh, now we, yes. it's funny. We've had a real... Uh, uh, a Grove Surgeons. A Grove Surgeons, but not in Invergrove Heights. And so we don't know if those people just aren't getting through, but we've had multiple Maple Grovers call in. That's great. What's happening after you play the game with us today? What are you going to do next? Um, I actually work from home, so working. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sweet. What do you do? I am a claim, a short-term, short-term claims disability rep. Oh, okay. okay. Good for you. Nice. All right. Well, we don't know really what all that means. Should we be getting the long term? I, I just do the short term. Well, I do short term, and then if they use all their benefits, it goes to long term. But you have to buy it, right? Um, some companies, yes. The one I work for, it's automatic. So Got it. it. depends. Great to know. Thank you. Shauna? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's useful information. Okay. Uh, now it's time for you to... Choose one of us, Shauna. You can choose Donna. You can choose Steve. The topic, again, movies set or shot in Florida. Um, I'm going to go with Donna today. Yeah. Shauna, you're going on hold. Steve's going to step aside. We are going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today. Again, yeah. movies set or shot in Florida. You ready to give it a roll, Donna? Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll f- We'll see. We'll, we'll see figure out. Shauna's my girl. So she, she's got you. Let's start it off with this one here. This 1980 Harold Ramis comedy was shot mostly at Rolling Hills Golf Club in Davie, Florida. I don't know. Uh, Ghostbusters? This first of many projects for Tim Burton and Johnny Depp was mainly filmed in Lutz, Florida. Uh, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, first of many uh, uh, projects. Edward Scissorhands. This 1964 Gilded Digit film was the third in a long franchise and is one of the 99% movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, God. I, I don't even know what you just 1964 said. 1964 Gilded Digit film was Gilded the third Digit. in a long franchise. Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Uh, in 1980, Harold Ramis comedy shot at Rolling Hills Golf Club in Davie, Florida. Ramis, I don't know that one. All right. We got through there. You said Edward Scissors' hands. You gave a couple other answers as well. Let's see what uh, Shauna thinks. Shauna, you heard her answers. Can you say the first one again? Yep. This 1980 Harold Ramis comedy was shot mostly at Rolling Hills Golf Club in Davie, Florida. Oh, I don't know that one. Um, what was the third one? Second one, she went with Edward Scissors' hands. Third one, this 1964 Gilded Digit film was the third in a long franchise and is one of the 99% movies on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know that one either before my time. Gilded um, Digit. Huh. Yeah, I don't understand that part, so I'm sorry. I don't know those. You're all good. All right. Uh, I have a feeling number one is a really easy answer, but we'll see how it goes, right? Yep. All right. We'll bring Steve back in. Okay. Hey, Steve. Okay. Hey, buddy. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. How did it go? It's a little bit of a challenge. Okay. Um, All right. Well, I'm going in with an open heart. I don't have anything that has already come to my mind, so I'll just live and let die. Okay. All right. Here we go, Steve. Let's get it started again. (sighs) Movie shot or set in Florida. This 1980 Harold Ramis comedy was shot mostly at Rolling Hills Golf Club in Davie, Florida. Caddyshack. The first of many projects for Tim Burton and Johnny Depp was mainly filmed in Lutz, Florida. 
Edward Scissorhands. This 1964 gilded digit film was the third in a long franchise and is one of the 99 movies, 99% movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Goldfinger? Say it again. This 1964 gilded digit film was the third in a long franchise. <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, okay, go, okay. Goldfinger. Yeah, That's yeah. hilarious. Anything That's... you like repeated? Uh, no, James Bond, Goldfinger. I didn't know what the word gilded meant. Mm. I was thinking of like a period type of piece. Yeah. Let's oh, run through like these. an era, like the like gilded, gilded age, age. Yes. correct? Which is actually the golden age, which which is one and the same. Yes, Got let's it. run through these answers. This first of many projects for Tim Burton and Johnny Depp was shot in Lutz, Florida. You both knew that was Edward Scissorhands. Nicely Yay! done. Nice I didn't know. I just guessed. Yeah, well, you got it. Okay. Uh, a lot of projects after that as well. This 1980 Harold Ramis comedy was shot mostly at Rolling Hills Golf Club in Davie, Florida. That indeed was Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. Caddyshack yeah. directed right. it. Harold Ramis did. Nice you gave me I didn't realize Harold it was Ramis that was in. Young, That movie was 1980. Yeah. I thought that was like late 80s. Mm. Okay. So right. Caddyshack there. It's a 2-1 lead for Steve. We go to the final one. 1964 Gilded Digit <laughs> film was the third in a long franchise and is one of the 99% movies on Rotten Tomatoes. That long franchise is indeed the James Bond franchise. 007. Goldfinger, the correct answer for that one. Steve ran the table. Yeah, that was good. Good job. Nice job, Steve. Also, interesting that they did GoldenEye later. Yeah. They went to gold two times. Hmm. And then, of course, Austin Powers (laughs) 3 mocked them with uh, Gold Member. Gold Member. Hmm. (laughs) I'm really bummed. I love gold. The smell of it. The taste of it. Then he starts eating his peeling skin. Hmm. Remember that? No. Nope. No, you should watch Goldmember again. I don't want to. Why? I don't know. I'm mad about saying Ocean's Eleven. Uh, hey, Mike, by the way, good job with the quiz. <laughs> Thanks. Shauna, we're sorry that you lost, but thank you so <laughs> no, much for I listening. Fun. I appreciate you guys listening while I'm working. You guys have a wonderful Yay. day. And oh, don't be afraid to you, call Shana. again. Call us anytime. We're cool. No reason yeah, to be nervous. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah, I appreciate we're easy. it. Have a oh. wonderful day. You too. All right. Much love, Shona. Thank you so much. Oh man. Could have won for her, Donna. Down. I know. I let her down. Want to do a tiebreaker? Oh, yeah, yeah. For fun, Let's do a tiebreaker here. Again, these are movies either set or shot in Florida on this National Florida Day. Uh, this one here, again, ring in when you think you know it. Ron Howard directed this 1995 Best Picture nominee. Much of it, Steve, Apollo 13. Much of it was shot at Titusville, Florida, specifically Kennedy Space Center. Mm. Yeah, you got Donna. it. Donna. Where exactly is Kennedy Space Center? I, I have a feeling my brother's going to see it next week. Titusville, Florida. Titusville. Not okay. like uh, not near Cape Canaveral is where I had it in my head. Let's see. Is here. it near Orlando? It is right. Yes. Okay. It is east of Orlando, right, uh, right in the ocean on kind of like a big okay. islandy thing. Fun. Also, Donna. Yes. Do you Steven. know? Don't look at a map. I won't. Describe to me where Cancun is besides just saying in Mexico. <laughs> like, what state do you think Cancun is directly beneath? Um, if you drew I don't a straight line. I think it's down. on that. I think it's on the. Wait, Cancun is on the Caribbean side. So I would say below Texas. I think technically, if you do the straight line, it's technically right below 
Alabama. Okay, so why... Uh, and Mississippi, and then Louisiana, and then there's Texas over there. Cancun, I just learned, is much further east than I thought. I was... And the, sadly, how I learned this was there's an NFL meme that said, the Buffalo Bills team plane headed to Cancun, and it has like field goal uprights in Cancun on the map, mm. and the plane flies wide right. <laughs> Gotcha. That's funny. Yeah, I learned that a month ago when I went down there. Yeah, it's actually straight south of the Panhandle. It's actually Florida, south of Florida. Yeah, Florida, like Destin, Florida, Pennsylvania, Florida, right under Alabama. Yeah, yeah, really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like Donna from Minnesota, we fly southeast to get to Cancun. Right. Yeah. Peculiar. I really... You think I'd know that? I've been there many times. I've never been to Cancun. <laughs> been to many Mexican destinations. Yeah. Zihuatanejo. Oh, yes. I've in Ixtapa. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very nice little fishing village. Um, Cozumel, I've probably been to at least at least eight times, I'm sure. Cozumel, I've only been to as a port of call. It's a, on, it's a great a destination. Definitely stop. Um, yeah, I'd kind of like to get back to like a... Uh, Mexican all-inclusive resort, but I want one that's a little bit chill, like kind of laid back. I want there to be older people, less yeah. younger people. Go to El Casamaleño. Okay. It's great. And you can get them kind of cheap too, right? Huh? Oh, oh yeah. for sure. You know, and I, I stopped going to Mexico because things were getting like bad down there for a while. Yeah. Can you fly directly into Cancun? Do they have an airport in yes. Cancun? Yes. Well, that's nice. I don't want to drive through Mexico City, I don't feel like. No, we, land. we landed and 15-minute <laughs> drive later, we were at the resort and never yeah. had to leave it. So you Just hop yeah. in a shuttle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've only done an all-inclusive resort once in my life. Oh, no, really? That's the way yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, done it's quite a few it. cruises. Even if you go into town and eat on your own one or two times, definitely worth it, I think. Huh. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Do you want a tip? Yeah. Okay. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Hmm. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody, everybody on the show getting tipsy. Okay, I have a weird reason not to use the iron at a cheap hotel, okay? Okay. <sighs> There's a guy who runs this travel blog. It's called God Save the Points. <laughs> and he says... You should always give the iron in hotel rooms a good once over, especially if it's a cheaper place that doesn't have in-room microwaves. Microwave. A microwave, if you will. He says, because more people than you would think use those irons to do... Did you look at the story? No. What do you think they use it to do? To do... As a hack. Um, To... I don't know. It's a popular hack among pilots. Okay. Oh, is it uh, it to heat something up? Yes. To heat up a beverage? To heat up leftover pizza. Oh, they steam it. (laughs) So you want to look at it before you use it on your nice white shirt. Why? To make sure that there's like not a little piece of pepperoni under there? Yeah. Or like you're not going to stain your shirt. 
you know. And even a little leftover pizza grease could leave a stain. So. <laughs> yeah, a little grease goes a long way on a white shirt. Correct. It's like that stain from the old Tide commercial. <laughs> exactly. The guy's at a job interview has a little stain, and it's every time. What's your greatest strength? <laughs> every time I have what? a cold sore, I think that people are just hearing my cold sore talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to say this quickly, too, about ironing bo- or irons. This is not a humble brag. This is actually to say, look, no matter how much you spend, life is life. Things break. Somebody, I was put up at the Ritz-Carlton in Santa Barbara, California. I went and looked at the room prices, Donna. It's over 1000 Oh, Sorry. Sorry, hotel drop. It's over $1,000 a night on the coast of Santa Barbara to stay at this Ritz-Carlton. Wow. Okay? Wow. So... I go to use the iron, the iron totally broken, constantly leaking pretty much all of the water that I put in it. And I've used an iron many, many, many times in my life. I know how to use an iron. It continued to leak. That was totally jacked up. And then the toilet seat, when you go to lift it up, if you're a fella, all right, you go to lift it up. And then it falls down to about 30 <laughs> degrees and then it stays there. Imagine yeah. like Michael Jackson, you know, in that dance move that he did. It just leans forward, and then it just hangs there. <laughs> but me and uh, the, the guy who booked the room for me, we were both like, huh. He had his own things where he was like, I just kind of thought the Ritz-Carlton, it's just going to be 10 out of 10 everywhere you turn. You would think there'd be a guy holding the lid up for you there. Honest for to God, at that price. <laughs> so my point is, you know. Hi, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces, where you can create your own private retreat of warmth and comfort and relaxation with a clean burning energy efficient low pie fireplace insert or stove you could design the fireplace of your dreams online you can use low pies design my fire tool your low pie fireplace leaders happen to be my pals laura and anna and their team at energy savers fireplaces they are the highest rated five star review fireplace store in the area they're full service uh no project is too big no project too small they offer free in-home estimates and if you're just you know right now you might just be in the phase where you're thinking about a fireplace if you are do yourself a favor go to energysaversfireplaces.com you could also stop by their showroom they are your complete fireplace store family owned and operated since 1976 they are located just off of highway 36 right here in oakdale Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. You know, a long time ago, I started watching Succession. And then it just kind of fell off my radar and I started watching something else. Yeah. And then I started hearing people talk about how um, they're bummed that it's over. And then, you know, Sarah, ooh, Snook was winning all these awards and people um, were talking about the finale. And I was like, you know what? There's like really nothing on right now, like on normal TV. And I feel like I'm running out of things to stream. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to dabble again. I'm just going to go where I left off. Okay. So I'm almost done with the first season. I've, I'm on episode nine. I think there's only 10 in the first season. Mm-hmm. And I'm still undecided as to whether or not I should continue watching it. I'm just... mm. I think time is precious. Exactly. And it's time to walk on. And just because you feel like you saw Twitter talking about it a lot, 
I get that draw. I get the pool. I understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but these are your minutes in your day. I would say nay. Because you're going to find fanboys and fangirls. Did anybody email you during the break and say, hang in there? <laughs> Seinfeld did a great bit about this. Like, everybody tells you about the show that they love, that you have to watch. And they're like, just get through the first three seasons. And then trust me, it really picks up. Mm-hmm. Who wants to sit through a long time of it not being awesome? I get it. I heard a lot of people talk about it during the last season saying, yeah, it's really good. And what a plot twist. And oh, my gosh. Bim Bim dies and all that kind of stuff, but Bim you Bim, don't, you don't care enough. I think you need to get out. I, I think you've well, already answered. But now I'm getting these emails where people are like, uh, "Well, okay, first of all, Gail says bail. I watched the entire show. Totally hate watched it at the <laughs> end. No likable characters. It got tiring watching such family dysfunction. I know." True. I could just go home for Thanksgiving. And- I love uh, uh, Then John said, Succession is amazing, but the first three quarter of season one are a slog to get through. But once you get past that point uh, into season two, it's beyond amazing. Wow. Stick with it. It's so worth it. You'll get past this. Everyone and everything is horrible at the beginning. Okay. Okay. I don't even know what's going on with their business. I Like... I don't know. They don't go into that part enough. You're starting to make me feel like I watched an episode like a year ago. And maybe the only way I would try it again is start season two, episode one with a previously on success. Sure. And I'm so close to that point right now that I'm like, do I just go a few more episodes Amy said she bailed because there was so much yelling and negativity. Oh, no, I watched The Bear. I could handle that. I know it's a drama, but there wasn't enough fun in it for us. Maybe we'll try it again when we run out of other stuff. Uh, Let's see. Who else? Maybe it's just not your jam. Huh. And that's also, that's a liberating thing to embrace. Just because the coworker liked it. The friend liked it. The neighbor liked it. Doesn't mean that you're going to like it. Mm. And so once you realize you're not liking it, what are you doing? What are you even watching it for? The know. conversation's over anyway about succession. So it's not even a great benefit to the show if you're thinking, well, it'd be interesting content. The succession train kind of came and went. Okay. Yeah. I'm pro you not watching I also it. started um, Veep. And I'm a couple episodes into that. Now, there's a hot new show. No, I'm maybe five into that. No, I'm watching the old ones, just like Mike watched The Sopranos. I know. I was joking. I know, but I was countering. Thank you. <sighs> then we have a couple of emails. Okay, Sheehan, our buddy from uh, New York, said, uh, Hi, Steve. Face fat uh, can be reduced with a 36-hour fast. It's much cheaper than surgery. Okay. Now, okay, I don't, I, I don't want to um, talk to him. I'm open to that. You know, I like a a fast or a cleanse. I looked into that water cleanse. Mm. Some people are doing like a seven day water cleanse, saying it's reducing the chance of cancer because, like, your body goes into such a deep state of shock. My only concern would be, could this deep state of shock be so deep that you die? Wow, there you go with death again. You're the one going dark. I'm going to get rid of this thing. Hey, sorry, friends. Steve. Donna 
just got dark again. I'm offering it in more of a the Andy Dufresne sort of a way from Shawshank Redemption. I don't think it was Andy Dufresne who said it. I think it was Morgan Freeman's character. Here's the point. Get busy living or get busy dying. All right. Girls got to work. You know, By the way, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, and you wouldn't know this if you were at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock and you're Ford Taurus driving to wherever you might be going, but Don McLean is behind a microphone right oh, now, hi. stepping in to run the board for us for a bit. What? It's pleasant to see you. You don't even know Don's over there? I didn't see. No, I can't see. It's dark <laughs> over there. Hi. Hi. That's, that's Don McLean from yeah. Bradley and Don. Why? Because Mike, you know, he's in here for five freaking hours. Sometimes he has to step away and asks people like Grant and I to step in sometimes. Oh, hey, last that was time nice. He did this, last time he did this, yeah. he had we to were go like, home. oh, where'd Mike go? He was puking. He was puking his brains out. Oh, hall. my God. Are you kidding? Yeah. So I have. So I'm just assuming right now he's yeah. ralphing. Actually, he just stepped back in. So bye. Bye, bye Don. We love you. All right. That was fun. Um, I have another email here uh, regarding the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. This is embarrassing, but Mark said, wow, Donna, that was painful. Listen to the clues, not the timer. That's a that's tough love. And they are right. Mm. You're such a baby with the timer. You've been a baby about it for like years. Well, Gilded gilded Digit, I thought Digit means give something with a number in the title. I wasn't thinking Digit as on my hand. There's not enough time. If I were on Millionaire, I might be able to talk this out. But I'm like, okay, an old franchise that has a number in it, Ocean's Eleven. That that was not the worst guess, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy to play a Monday morning quarterback, isn't hey. it? When you're not like, you know, I'm sure everybody does well in the car. Game, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable with a lot of your sports analogies, but I get your point. People, it's easier for them to play in the car than when they're in the hot seat. But to Mark's point, you are the world's biggest little wham wham baby about the timer. That's fine. Toughen up, Buttercup. Isn't that what they used to say back where you're from? No, they didn't. Thank you. Good day. Can I go? No, Donna. We're going to do a third hour of this show. Oh, we are? And a lot of the press has been saying that this might be our best hour yet. Uh, when did we start doing that? The third hour? Yeah. January 8th, 2018. And you had been doing it with uh, Marley before that. Huh, and with that. Tam. And then I think you used to do like a four hour more. Donna. <laughs> Okay, we'll take a break. Uh, When we come back, Mike has got a dirt alert. And then some interesting Spider-Man news. The future of Spider-Man 4. That next.